0: Hello, Joanna. How are you?
1: Hello, Sean. I'm good. How are you?
0: Oh, I'm doing so well. Hello, listeners, and welcome. Welcome to probably our favorite time of the year. At least it is for me as a movie lover. It's awards season.
1: Woo! Whoop.
0: And guess what's coming out? And by coming out, I mean guess what's happening in
1: Oscars? Yes. <laughs> uh, I thought that you were like cueing me for the Oscars. No. <laughs>
0: No, oh I um I am so excited for the Oscars that Joanna had to help and intercede and get me back on track. In lieu of a speed round today, I thought, Joanna, let's just go through some of these categories and talk about who we want to win, who we think will win, and then who in our heart of yes. hearts would we pick.
1: And I feel like this year on, like, I, I think it was 2015 even... Mm-hmm. Where there's been years where I don't really have I don't really care because yeah. I didn't particularly love any of the films. This year I look at several of them and I, I love them.
0: With Best Picture this year? Well we'll we'll get to yeah. it. But I like I look at this and I go, What's gonna happen? But I think one thing that's really cool about this year as opposed to others in the past is that mm-hmm. it's a really eclectic bunch of films. Like they're all so different. Yeah. And they all have very different tones and styles and approaches, and I love that. Like, it's not all yeah. these kind of stuffy movies that you would kind of expect the Academy to go for. Yeah. It feels like there's life and energy here, and I love that.
1: I think there's a lot going on in Hollywood this year, or there was with it, The Time's Up, Me Too. I look at this list, and you think of something like Get Out, where it's an African director. You have Lady Bird directed by a woman.
0: Mm-hmm. You have
1: three billboards, which is about, like, the rape and a murder of a woman. You have the Pose, which is about
0: freedom of like, the press. Uh,
1: freedom of the press, yeah. So there's a lot going on here mm-hmm. that I think I don't know. There could be some some surprises.
0: It's it's like everyone just went, you know what? It's 2017. We were angry. We're working through yeah. some things, and let's make movies about it. Totally. And you know, and I think it's for the better because I think we have such a cool group of films.
1: I do two really different.
0: Yeah. I want to start us off with a category that I don't really know what's going to happen. Uh-huh. <laughs> so with <laughs> with that, I want to look at best adapted screenplay, Joanna. And the oh. no- the nominees, I feel I feel like an Oscar morning host. I feel so prestigious right now. <laughs> and the nominees are Call Me By Your Name, The Disaster Artist, Logan, Molly's Game, and Mudbound.
1: And I feel like I'm gonna make a little like twenty sixteen mm-hmm. joke. Don't say the wrong cat don't say the wrong winner. Oh my god. You <laughs> <laughs> remember I, that? That was awful.
0: <laughs> I was I was gonna do and La La Land. Whoops, I mean Logan.
1: What? <laughs> <laughs> god damn it, that was so horrendous. Do you remember that last year? No, and oh I
0: re- I remember it vividly because I was watching the Oscars live streaming on DirecTV on my iPad because I didn't have cable where I was living and you were calling me and giving me like a live show of like the category. Do you remember this? And you were, and we were like, wow, La La Land won. What a cool night. Well, have a good night, Joanna. Bye. Talk to you soon. And then I walked away and like put a glass in the sink and I came back and Joanna, I had five messages from you. And you were like, La La Land didn't win. Moonlight won. Moonlight won. And I went, wait, what? And so then we got on video chat and you were like, no, we recorded it. We're going to rewind it. Here's what happened. And then we watched it together and I was like, what? And
1: it was awful and amazing.
0: (laughs) Oh my God. It was so awful. But think about like how gracious like everyone was in that moment where they rectified it and fixed it. But I just... It it made me so stressed, and it made me feel so sick and so sad.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Anywho, back to... Back
0: to you Adapted Screenplay. Yeah.
1: We were
0: introducing <laughs> um, uh, Adapted Screenplay. So, Joanna, I, I'm i going to be real with you. Um, yeah. th- This is me going full 2018 New Year's resolution, Sean. I read Call Me By Your Name this yeah, year. Yeah, you did. And I think it's a beautiful book, and I... I know I like that movie quite a bit more than you did, um, uh-huh. but I think it's a fantastic screenplay, and I think it's a wonderful adaptation of that book. So that's my personal choice, and I think it's what will win.
1: Okay.
0: What do you think?
1: And you know what? I This is one category that I don't particularly have a horse in the race. Mm-hmm. So this is when we'll play the little game... When, when, on Oscar night, we know if you win or if I win, <laughs> I'm going to go with your pick. Yeah. Because I trust your judgment. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I think it's, I think it's such an eclectic category. Because... I know,
1: and honestly, I didn't see s- several of them. I saw yeah. Logan, I love Logan. I love Logan. I, I think Call Me By Your Name was beautiful, so I, I would also vote for that one. Mm-hmm. And I think people loved that one.
0: Yeah. The only, the only thing that I could really see spoiling it and, and yeah. l- like, let me say this. And then all of a sudden, like Molly's game, the winner, you know, um, <laughs> I could see Mudbound sneaking in Yeah. Um, because that is a heck of an adaptation as well. Like as you're watching it, it just feels so literary and you can feel its pedigree and all of the different layers to the story. It's powerful. So Joanna, what category do you want to go with next?
1: Well, I I like that we started with the screenplay. Why don't we do another screenplay?
0: Yes, so you get to put on your Oscar voice and and read the (laughs) nominees for us.
1: Okay. Okay, so for original screenplay, the nominees are The Big Sick, Get Out, Lady Bird, The Shape of Water, and Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri.
0: Doesn't it... Fill you with a great deal of power doing that. The
1: Oscar goes too. (laughs) Yeah.
0: And (laughs) the Oscar goes, like like you're just like all of a sudden you're drunk with power, where you're like, ooh, who's (laughs) gonna win? Just kidding,
1: moonlight. (laughs) Just
0: kidding, the big sick. Just kidding, what? Yeah. (laughs) No, I Joanna, I love this category. You know, and, and unfortunately we'll get to it later down the road. I hate three billboards. Like, I have a fiery, <laughs> rage, passion, hatred for it. But I love four of the five films here. I love I, them. And
1: I will say I love five out of the five films here.
0: So if you had to guess, what do you think will win?
1: This is kind of, this is kind of spoiling my whole kind of prediction. This is your strategy so can, here? This is my strategy, okay? Okay. I think there's going to be some upsets with lead actress and recording really? actor. Okay. So I think this might be one c- category mm-hmm. that the shape of water will get.
0: Interesting. Yes. Okay. Because for me for, in terms of actual prediction, I think it comes down to get out or Lady Bird.
1: Really? Okay.
0: Yeah. Um because I and unfortunately I don't think and this is going to tip my hat to what I'm doing later for my predictions. <laughs> But I don't think Jordan or Greta will win director. I don't either. And so I think that one of them will win here as a kind of consolation.
1: Oh, okay. I see what you did there.
0: But then again, you could also use that same strategy and say something then in favor of three billboards since he did not even get a director nomination. And people love that movie. Um, My prediction is going to be Get Out.
1: Be really happy if Get Out wins. Yeah. I'd be really happy if Threeville Board wins. Yeah. I I just I I think Shape of Water's gonna take it.
0: Okay. I think Get Out will win, but if I were a voter, I'd vote for Lady Bird.
1: Really? Yeah.
0: I loved Lady Bird. I thought it was so tender and I thought it was so nostalgic, and you felt exactly how she felt in that time and place.
1: Yeah. And, and that, you know what? Yeah. I I loved Lady Bird. don't get me wrong I, I loved it mm-hmm. probably my favorite film of 2017
0: the film. Yeah.
1: I look at the, the category of original screenplay mm-hmm. and I think Lady Bird is a really well done coming of age story yeah like Boyhood oh, was
0: I see what you're saying
1: and I'm thinking I've never seen anything like The Shape of Water before
0: that's very true I've never seen
1: anything like Get Out and I've never seen anything like Three Billboards
0: that's very true those truly are original works
1: yes I haven't seen anything like it. I've seen a coming a good coming-of-age story. I think Ladybird's an exceptional coming of age, but I've
0: I've seen it. Oh, I love this. I'm so excited oh. to hear the rest of your strategy. I'm so excited. Okay.
1: okay I know, I know.
0: So, so Joanna, <laughs> let's do let's do actor in a supporting role. And the nominees okay. are Willem Dafoe, the Florida Project, Woody Harrelson, three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri, Richard Jenkins, The Shape of Water. Christopher Plummer, all the money in the world. Sam Rockwell, three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri.
1: Did you want to share your your winner? You know, who, who I,
0: I think Sam Rockwell will win mm-hmm. because he, he won the two precursors. But yeah. if I were a voter... Well, if I were a voter, I would have made sure that Army Hammer was nominated for call me by your name because that's okay. hot nonsense. Um, but but if I were a voter of these like of these performances, the one that moved me the absolute most, Woody Harrelson. Cuz that character arc in that film without spoiling it really surprised me and I thought was really very like emotionally astute and very well observed. It was like the one thing I liked about that movie.
1: And <laughs> yeah i would agree i love woody in that film mm-hmm. for me the clear winner that stands out is sam in that category okay and i think if i if i would say what i think the academy will vote for is sam and what i want to win is sam as well
0: i love it when those things line up so much I know. like what it's like will win should win it's the same
1: it's the same the stars are lining <laughs>
0: i always feel so happy when that happens where do you want to take us next
1: I was going to go uh-huh. to Supporting Actress. Yes. And this is a fun category, I think.
0: I do too.
1: Um, so in terms of the category, Supporting Actress, you have Mary J. Blige for Mudbound. You have Allison Janney for I, mm-hmm. You have Leslie Mansville for yes. Phantom Thread. You have Lauren Metcalf for Lady Bird. And Octavia Spencer for The Shape of Water. Oh, yeah. My, Who I think is going to win that. Uh-huh. And who I also want to win that is and
0: Janney. The stars are aligning for you hard right now.
1: Are, yeah, they are. <laughs> <laughs> what do are, what are you think? Tell me.
0: We're, we're, tell I loved... Know. I think Alice and Janney was excellent in I, Tonya, And I think that that's yeah. a heck of a movie. And I wish it would have gotten a little bit more screenplay love. Because I, I think it, it took some chances that didn't always work. But when they worked, ultra, ultra powerful. If I were a voter... Let's just say, like, one day when I hope to be an Academy voter. Um, <laughs> yeah. If I were a voter, I would pick Laurie Metcalf. Because, yeah. again, I love Lady Bird. Um, but I think Allison Janney will win, but I will not be upset with that win. Like, I think that's yeah. a very yeah. beautiful, awful performance.
1: Yeah. You know what? Honestly, like, this is another part of my strategy.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I think... It'll be interesting who wins the Best Support or the Best Actress yes. category,
0: because mm-hmm.
1: I think Lady Bird might split
0: that. Really? So, so let's you know, just I... let's just jump there, Joanna, since we already okay. kind of started talking about it. So, the nominees for Actress in a Leading Role are Sally Hawkins, The Shape of Water, Frances McDormand, Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri, Margot Robbie, I, Tanya, Saoirse Ronan, Lady Bird, and Meryl Streep for The Post.
1: So this category is insane to me.
0: It's insane.
1: Yeah, I'm loving this category.
0: Every, I, every single one of them could win for these performances, and I'd yes. go, yeah, that deserves it.
1: I could, every single one of these people, I could see them saying Academy Award winner. Uh-huh. Insert name.
0: And in, they should, they should. Yes. Mm-hmm. So
1: uh, this is hard for me. And this is the, this is what I'm thinking in terms of lead actress and supporting actress. Mm-hmm. I think it'll split it.
0: So really? I
1: think, I think Saoirse Roman's going to run this category. Uh huh. Then it makes me think that and Janney is going to get supporting. Okay. But could also flip and I could see them doing something very different where like Francis mm-hmm. wins and then and Janney or Laurie Metcalf.
0: That's fascinating. Like,
1: I don't think both films will get both categories, though.
0: Okay. So who, who do you think, if you had to guess, you're putting your money on Saoirse here?
1: If I had to put my money on it, mm-hmm. I would be doing Francis. Okay. If who I want to win in my heart, mm-hmm. I really like Saoirse Ronan for this.
0: Yeah. I, I
1: think she's a damn treat.
0: Oh, God. I really yeah. I
1: love Francis though, and I really love Sally.
0: If I if I were picking from my heart, Sally Hawkins, yes. hands down, because what yeah. she accomplishes in The Shape of Water without saying a single word is yeah. a revelation. And I think a lot of her performances that have gotten a lot of notice before have been really performances that are, that are funny or a lot of humor twinged with drama. But I think that this is a truly marvelous performance, the likes of yeah. which she hasn't quite had the opportunity to give. And I think looking back on this, it just shocks me that she hasn't won one of the major awards yet because yeah. she's brilliant. Like without saying anything, like she communicates it all so vividly through her face and through her body that I, if I were voting, I would give it to her, but I think Francis will win. But one thing yeah. I want to say to qualify this, because remember at the screen actors guild award, when yeah. Frances won, she was just like, well, this is really cool, but maybe give it to someone younger. So oh. after she won, she was like, thanks a lot, everybody, but please remember there are other people. Because <laughs> Francis is just like, I'm living my life. Your awards are nice, but they don't really matter. But thank you.
1: And then everyone else in the category is just like, <laughs> give us an Oscar. Give me an
0: Oscar now. But like you said, it's it's just a matter of time before... Like we're gonna say, Sir Saoirse Ronan, Academy Award winner. We're gonna say, no. like, Academy Award winner, Margot Robbie. We will. Yeah. It's just when. Yeah.
1: And I, I, I don't think it's Meryl's year either. No. I'm sorry, Meryl, but it's not.
0: And it was a good performance. It was something very different for her because yeah. it was it was cool watching her find her footing, and her confidence as that character. But there were also a lot of moments where I was like, no one talks to Meryl Streep like that.
1: I wonder if like Meryl Streep's like, stardom is like brighter than anything right
0: now. Mm-hmm. Because
1: oftentimes when I see Meryl on the screen, it's like I'm watching Meryl Streep play someone. Yes.
0: You know? I agree at- with you. And I think that's what hurt Tom Hanks, too, for yeah. getting a Best Actor nomination. Not only, because like we said, it is a stacked category. But it's hard to not watch a Tom Hanks movie without going, God, Tom Hanks is great.
1: I know. You and know? I think he is great. I, he's American treasure, Tom Hanks.
0: <laughs> I was just going to try to make a weird joke and be like, they don't call him American treasure, Tom Hanks, but nothing. But I don't know if beyond us, a lot of people do. <laughs> I, know. I really love him. I really love um, him too.
1: Yeah. There's certain actors like, like someone like Matt Damon mm-hmm. always plays Matt Damon. Yeah, he does. Um, Tom Cruise plays Tom
0: Cruise. Oh yeah, he does.
1: <laughs> and I love them for it. Mm-hmm. And they're hella entertaining. But yes, that's what they play.
0: But yeah, they're they're playing variations of themselves. Whereas, like so many of the best, most skilled performers, you see them become someone else. Yeah, because like I know I didn't say I would vote for Margot Robbie, but I think back to watching her as Tanya Harding. And yeah. that scene where she's looking in the mirror, applying her makeup, and she's barely holding it together moments oh, before yeah. the Olympics—that that felt—that felt, that was hard for me to watch. And yeah. I knew what happened; like I knew the history of it, and I knew the character. And and it's it, like the way that she made that moment feel so real and so lived. God, she's amazing.
1: Um, should we go on to lead actor? Yes. You can announce this once. I'm going to butcher. All
0: of these last names. Um, I feel like you've set me up to fail and we're now going to talk about how little I know people's last names. So... Or or what
1: we do, we just do a first name basis,
0: this whole category. Yeah, or or I'm just going to own it and I apologize to the star Get Out. So, for (laughs) actor in a leading role, the nominees are Timothy Chalamet for Call Me By Your Name, Daniel Day-Lewis, Phantom Thread... Daniel Kaluuya, Get Out, Gary Oldman, Darkest Hour, Denzel Washington, Roman J. Israel, Esquire. Perfect. Oh, thank you.
1: you I would have been like, Daniel D., Daniel K.,
0: <laughs> Gary, D- oh, O. No. Denzel.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my goodness. Anyway. So, Joanna, since,
0: since I read here. the category, tell me, who do you want to win?
1: This category, again, the line the stars are aligning. Yeah. I want Gary to win this, mm-hmm. and I think Gary will win
0: this. You are living a stars-aligned year.
1: I know. It's a good year. It's good. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and oh. I... This is tough for me, because okay. I think Gary Oldman will win, and I think he gave a hell of a performance, and that was one of my favorite movies of the year, hands down, no question. Like, yeah. Darkest Hour was the Dunkirk movie of the year for me. A
1: hundred percent.
0: And yeah. and I get so mad because everyone's like, Did you see Dunkirk? and I go, Excuse me, did you mean darkest hour?
1: I think you meant darkest hour.
0: Yeah. Because no. like that was so intimate and the stakes felt so high and I cared about everything that was happening and it felt so yeah. claustrophobic and so cinematic. And they managed to do all of that in a bunker. In a bunker. Oh, I loved it. Sorry. Loved it. I loved that movie. I loved it. Now Joanna. Um, Can we talk about the category that means the most to me? Possibly the most that any category has ever meant to any person in the world.
1: And I can guess it. (laughs) What is it? It's director.
0: It's best director. Yes, it is. It is. (laughs) Um, The nominees are Paul Thomas Anderson for that hot piece of garbage phantom thread. Guillermo del Toro. (laughs) So Guillermo del Toro, The Shape of Water. Greta Gerwig, Lady Bird christopher nolan with his first nomination for dunkirk even though the movie's not great and jordan peele for get out i apologize for editorializing
1: i was gonna say yeah i have no idea what you think
0: (laughs) (laughs) i need to tell you that when i watched the golden globes this year and guillermo del toro won i had a reaction that i can only describe like when a sports fan when their team wins the Super Bowl
1: because
0: yep. I screamed at the top of my lungs and screamed the word yes he deserved this for Pan's Labyrinth and he's been making yep. consistently top notch stuff since then we owe him he is a yep. gift to our world I wrote my thesis on it the stars are on lining because I think he will win and I think he should win so you think PTA is going to win? Oh my God. <laughs> GDT, you got the wrong acronym. Just kidding. No, that was so funny. That was perfect timing. But also you said that and I went, I'm sorry, what? Like there was like a moment of, of me going, did you not hear what? I, <laughs> do you not know who I am or what matters no. to me?
1: I think PTA is not it's not happening for you ever this year. No. Um. I think Guillermo, it's, it's his year. I do that's too. the only person who needs to win this. Yeah, I think I'm really happy for, like, Christopher Nolan, Jordan mm-hmm. Peele, and Greta Gerwig. I think wonderful directors. Yes. Amazing. It's not, their, it's not their time.
0: Well, especially considering that for Greta Gerwig and Jordan Peele, it's their first feature for each of them. Yeah. Like, what yeah. a profound accomplishment to make your first film and then be like, oh, wow, I'm an Oscar-nominated director. Yeah. like and-
1: interesting, like, to Guillermo, who's, mm-hmm. done, like, who's given us Pans, Pacific... Yeah. Oh boy! They have to know. They have to know it's it's Guillermo.
0: Should we do best cinematography? Yes. Okay. We shall. So the nominees for best cinematography are Blade Runner twenty forty nine or Roger Deakins, Darkest Hour, Dunkirk, Mudbound, and The Shape of Water.
1: And this one, I like everything in this category. Mm-hmm. It's a clear twenty forty nine.
0: It's a clear 2049.
1: It's a clear winner. And you can look at Blade Runner. And it's not a perfect film, but damn, does it look beautiful.
0: Oh my God. And every single thing in it is just meticulously lit and textured. Yeah. Like, I felt like I was in there with them. And I need to say, Joanna, this is another edition of Joanna Was Right three months ago when she said, (laughs) Sean, go see this movie. And then I went... But Joanna, it's so long. So the moral of the story is, everybody, when Joanna recommends something to you, listen to her because she's right.
1: (laughs) Um, so a funny aside that happened this week
0: for
1: me. Yeah. My dad comes to me and goes, Joe, we should really see fifteen seventeen Paris to Paris. Mm -hmm. That movie. Yeah. And I went, I mean, I don't I don't think so. Oh no, no, it'll be good, it'll be good. Sean, it was Awful. Yeah. Like, probably the worst film I've seen in years. Like, it was <laughs> laughably bad. Yeah. And I went, and my mom was beside me, and I said, just kill me now. This is this is too much. This is bad. Oh. So I don't know why it was so bad. Mm-hmm. But anyway, this week, I go to him. I go to my dad. I'm like, let's go see Annihilation. And he's like, nah, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Nah, I don't know. And I went, you've lost the right to <laughs> <laughs> what movies do we see. You're, you're being punished for the next three movies, I think.
0: Oh, I think um, five movies, Joanna, from how bad you've said he, this he is. Really, he
1: really fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we went and I said, this is going to be one of those times that you're going to say, you were right. And he went, wah, 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 and he kind of mumbled and grumbled. And he loved it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> of course yeah, he did. Well, it's an
0: excellent movie. He loved it. Yeah. Yeah. God, so. that's so funny. So the moral of the story is, Joanna's father has a PhD.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: and even he's like Joanna was right so we're not saying it begrudgingly anymore Joanna's right see the movie <laughs> she says to see because she's earned it
1: I'm sorry we got sidetracked there no
0: just... it's okay it's okay but we both agree Roger Deakins he's been nominated 14 yeah. times G- give much? him an Oscar 14 Joanna oh my
1: lanta yeah he, he needs this he
0: needs this I
1: feel secure I think if I some other people in other categories I'd be afraid uh huh because I think we just have
0: we just have the big, the one. big one. So tell the tell big one. it to us, Joanna.
1: Okay, I'm gonna read it in. So, this year's nominations for best picture are: Call Me by Your Name, Darkest Hour, Dunkirk, Get Out, Lady Bird, Phantom Thread, The Post, The Shape of Water, Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri.
0: So let's talk about this category really quick because just yeah. casually. We've got a film from Christopher Nolan, a Steven Spielberg movie, a Paul Thomas Anderson movie, a Guillermo del Toro movie. Yeah. Just all competing against each other. This was a good year for movies. It's
1: a great year for movies.
0: And that's only half the category. Like yeah. like these are all like awesome directors making really cool things. Yeah. And we got to watch them all. Like I like yeah. I like that. I like that world. If I were a voter, I would vote for Lady Bird or Call Me By Your Name, but probably Lady Bird. And then if I had to guess what will win, I think it's going to be a Best Picture, Best Director split this year. And I think that Three Billboards Outside Abbey, Missouri will win.
1: Yeah. And I have a very similar interpretation of that. Okay. I think in my heart... I look at that list and I say what was my favorite movie from that list? And yeah. the answer's Lady Bird.
0: Yes. yes.
1: I think what does the best picture category in the Oscars represent? I think it has to be like what what pushed cinema forward this year? What yes kind of yes. pushed the boundary. Um and that to me is three billboards. Really? Yeah. I liked it a lot more than you did.
0: Well, you didn't hate it, so yes, you instantly liked it more than I did. <laughs> I, oh my God. I just, I find that so fascinating, Joanna, because I left that going, what a cliche-ridden stereotype of yeah. uneducated, impoverished people. And I left it angry, like, thinking, like, gosh, like, this is classist, this is racist, this is trash. And I do want to say, for the record, Joanna, for the record, I just liked it before people started talking about the Oscar backlash. So I haven't liked this movie since November, like before it was a front runner. So just so that everyone doesn't think I've jumped on a bandwagon. I want to put that out there. I've hated this movie for a while. So this isn't new or like on fad.
1: See, and I I think it negotiates race yeah. and, and gender and class
0: mm-hmm.
1: in a very non-judgmental way.
0: Very interesting.
1: I don't think it's coming from a place of judgment or, I don't know,
0: I, I, I liked it a well, lot. I and, it and I read an article with the director where he basically said the world that he was creating and the film that he was trying to make, he wanted to make it a reflection of our own world and our own very kind of fraught, perilous, social and political dynamics right now. And so he wanted yeah. to make a world that was messy and that would make you angry and that would yeah. frustrate you. And so as I heard that, I was like, well, you did it, because I'm pissed. Like, I hate your movie. But after hearing him say that, I liked it more. And the thing is, I respect the heck out of Frances McDormand. And if she won, I would not mind in any way, shape, or form, because she did a beautiful job in it. It just wasn't my favorite movie of the year. Yeah. Um, I feel
1: like side note, and then we'll quickly get back to the best picture category Uh uh-huh um you know who we have a little shout out to who was buddy who was in three billboards and in ladybird
0: oh my gosh yeah lucas hedges yeah just incredible yeah yeah i love him so much like since manchester by the sea like i I, like i've been obsessed with him and then i think he should have been a nominee for ladybird in best supporting actor
1: I wonder
0: what table he's gonna sit at this year. Because I like honestly when he when we had that moment in Ladybird where we found found out why that relationship wasn't gonna work. Yeah. Like, oh my god, I thought that was so powerful. Yeah,
1: I he's exceptional. I I liked him in both films very much.
0: And can we give a shout out to our dear friend Michael Stuhlbarge? Yeah? He was in the post the shape of water. And Call Me by Your Name. Wow! Because he's just casually like, "Yeah, I'm going to be in three movies nominated for Best Picture." Oh
1: yeah, I just realized who that was. Good for him. Holy crap!
0: Isn't that cool?
1: What table is he going to sit at?
0: (laughs) I like that. Who do you get to sit with, Michael? Where are you going to go? Uh, And the thing is, for him too, I think he should have been nominated for Call Me by Your Name because that speech at the end of that movie, where he basically tells Elio like, "Don't rush through your feelings. These feelings matter." You're just like, yes, yeah. best dad in the world.
1: See, and this is, we can talk about calling by your name later. Uh-huh. But I loved that part of the film. I just wanted that more. Throughout. Yes.
0: Yeah. Huh. And
1: I felt like it was so agonizing, the whole movie.
0: In a good, like, agonizing, like, like in a suspenseful, like, will they or won't they? Or agonizing in a, like, I, I need this to end.
1: Not the second one, the first
0: one. Oh, okay, good.
1: <laughs> and, I, and I think that's what the film was going for. I guess I just didn't enjoy that journey.
0: Yeah.
1: And that's fine. I, mm-hmm. I just... am just like, you should just talk and tell each other how you feel.
0: Yeah. Oh. And
1: have some hot sex and call it a day.
0: And then have you know? more hot sex.
1: And then they did. And yeah. then they're like, oh, I gotta go. <laughs> yeah, bye. Bye. Um, and then it's the end of the film. And you're
0: just like... It's... Oh. And, and it, uh, the thing is, it's so... It's so powerful, I think.
1: Yeah, um, it is.
0: Because the the thing that I liked about and I like it for that reason, is that they got to spend this whole summer together. And for the first however long, they didn't know how the other felt. But then they had these ten beautiful days together and it forever changed them.
1: Ugh, so you say that and I agree. I yeah. totally agree.
0: Well, and I will say, in the book, it ends very differently than the movie. Because in the in the book... Oliver comes back the following Christmas and Ilio's basically like, Oh my gosh, I need to get you alone so that we can be together. And they get upstairs and they're talking and they're about to kiss. And then Oliver's just like, Hey, I just need you to know, spoiler alert, I'm getting married. Oh. And so then they leave. And then you're like, Oh my God, that was the saddest ending ever. And then you turn the page, Joanna, and it's not over. And it flashes forward 20 years.
1: Oh, wow. Really? Yes. What's Elio doing?
0: So Elio is giving a talk on the campus that Oliver works at. And they meet up in Oliver's office. And the first thing that Elio sees is that a postcard that he gave him from their time together in Italy is framed hanging on the wall.
1: Wow.
0: Yeah. And so the thing, I I appreciate how they made the film end. But I also think that there's something so powerful in that, yes, it was quote-unquote just 10 days, but 20 years later, he keeps that as a keepsake with him.
1: Yeah, I like that.
0: But then also, how could you, like, you can't do old age makeup on Timothy Chalamet. He's 22. That would look so stupid, <laughs> you know? Yeah, um, that would. So you couldn't really jump ahead. So I get why they didn't do it, but I also think that that was so beautiful and so much part of the power of the book. Is that seeing, yes, it did end in heartbreak where they didn't get to be together, but what they had was enough.
1: Yeah. Oh, huh. maybe, you know what, maybe it's one of those movies, and I have this every once in a while, mm-hmm. when I revisit it and watch it again, yeah. I had like a really sense of, of pleasure coming from it.
0: And isn't that really weird when that happens? When you watch it, you're yeah, just no. like, wow, that really was good. Like, I was just really off yeah. that day. yeah. So it's why, and that, and that
1: could have been the case. So,
0: even though we just said that neither of us really liked Dunkirk, it was ten dollars around Christmas time, so I bought it. <laughs> Did
1: you
0: Really? <laughs> so I have it because I was like, well, maybe, maybe I just really didn't like want to watch it that day, you know? I
1: don't think that's
0: it. <laughs> I like that. I just don't know. No, and I and enough people that I really respect feel the same way we do. Um, so I think yeah. we're very justified in our feelings, and we we've, we've explained I, I think them quite there's well.
1: There's something about like. If, if I watch the movie and then like, and then you watch it and you can convince me otherwise, like change my mind. Yeah. You change my mind, but I'll watch it again with a renewed sense of what the film's trying to do. Yes. Uh, and then that's okay.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, and that's why I, when I heard the director of three billboards say I made it to be a messy and infuriating movie, I was just like, huh, did you just literally impact me the way you meant to? And I walked away from it. You you know what I mean? Like hearing that kind of thing, I went, do I need to revisit this? And I actually feel like I kind of do, because I also need to say, I watched that as a double feature and I watched Lady Bird first and I left Lady Bird and I was like, God, what a perfect, beautiful film. And then I get there and I'm like, why the hell is everyone angry in Missouri? I feel
1: like Lady Bird's like a visual hug. It is. It's a warm hug.
0: Well, and something else that I think is very interesting and related in terms of a director's project and their mission, I left that and I instantly was like, God, I want to call my mom, you know, like I love my mom. Like, I really want to tell her that. And a few weeks later, I heard Greta Gerwig talking about it and she was like, you know, at the end of it, I really just hope people in the audience were like, I should call my mom and say, thanks. Or I should call my mom and apologize. And I just went, holy moly. Like, I I had never heard her speak about it. I had never, like, seen her talk about it. And everything she wanted to do, she got from me. Totally. All right. Well, there you have it. Yep. That was another wonderful episode, Joanna. I think we've talked each other's ears off and our dear listeners. So we'll let them go. I think we
1: covered a lot of content, though.
0: We covered so much. And it was really good.
1: Because there's been a lot of good stuff going on.
0: And we had to cover it all. Yeah. And if we don't talk about the Oscars, who's gonna? Yeah,
1: who's gonna? It's it's creeping up on us this year.
0: Oh my gosh, it's so soon. So with that, we hope that you watch the Oscars. We hope that you... Listen to our predictions as you enter your office pools and try and win some money. And remember, if you use our predictions, you have to send us some money so we can fund our podcast. We love you. Bye. Um, But we should also
1: say, if you do well, you're welcome. If you don't do well, you didn't hear from
0: us. We didn't tell you to do that. We we had no control over you. You're an adult with your own agency. Make better choices. (laughs) Oh, the pressure's real. Yes. Um, so if you've been watching this and you like it, please take a moment. We would really appreciate it if you gave us a rating on either iTunes or SoundCloud because the more ratings we get on both of those platforms, the more people will find our stuff that aren't just our dear friends and family. Though we or love we you. spread
1: what we think.
0: Yes. And we hope that you have a really wonderful time watching the Oscars yep. because you know Joanna and I will be. Thanks for
1: coming and thanks for listening. Yes, lots of love. Bye. Blogs. Bye.
0: <laughs> I do love doing the bye. I love the bye. Bye. <laughs> bye. Stop. Oh my god. <laughs> from the bayou. Oh, oh from the bayou. Oh. Oh my goodness. <laughs> that was that was a little that was more sassafras than I was anticipating. I liked it.